0: On this week's episode of Between Two Beers, we hear Megan Compani's remarkable journey from basketball Hall of Famer to All Blacks commercial manager, and all the best stories in between.
1: And and Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway, getting held up by two of his you know people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot and took it back to game six, where I think they won in in Chicago. So we sort of crossed in the, in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, whoa, like if I was on, you know, back, at, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like
2: yeah.
0: social media. Between Two Beers. Listen on iHeartRadio or anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. On this week's
0: Off The Coast podcast and by the way thanks for listening to this. Uh, we're catching up with someone from the Parenting Place. She's a child education officer but she's also someone who's really good with talking about how we talk with our kids.
1: Yeah and I think earlier than ever children are starting to be aware of their bodies and body image and so we wanted some tips and tricks on how to tackle that. It's
0: so hard isn't it with young people in your lives. You want them to have a healthy attitude towards exercise and eating but you don't want to cause a problem while you're doing it. So we've asked a presenter, a family coach and a training coordinator from the parenting place to join us for a bit of a chat Sheridan Eketoni hello thank you very much for joining us because you know it's a conversation a lot of people are having now and with this last term of school started now uh, I know for us at our school we're being invited to a parent teacher evening where they start talking about how they're going to teach the children about their bodies so as parents and grandparents what's the best way to do that and attack that conversation
1: and do you bring the conversation up or do you wait for them to bring it up with you Oh, that
2: is, that's such a good question. I really believe that we need to front foot the, this conversation um, because if we don't front foot it, we're actually opening the door to somebody else doing it for us. And um, I love this thought that, you know, kids are great observers, but they're poor interpreters. So um, they may hear things at school and they may things on TikTok and um, a lot of the narrative out there is actually not... Um, one that supports them just loving the skin that they're in. So we really do have to have that conversation first
1: get in there first it's really interesting you say that and I I have to say I hundred percent agree with you because that hasn't happened in my household um I mean I always try and promote positive body image with the kids particularly my two girls because they're the eldest but I have had a situation where my daughter's come to me and she suddenly noticed that a couple of her friends are quote skinnier than her and I for the life of me tried to get to the bottom of where this has come from now she insists that no one said anything I have my suspicions, um, but is this a common thing for a 10-year-old to be bringing these sort of things up, Sheridan?
2: Yeah, do you know, I think it is always interesting, isn't it, to think about our own journey, so our own personal journey, and I think of when I was a young child of 10, I think I was aware, even though I, I wasn't as bombarded as our kids are now, and so I think this is not a new thing within parenting or within society that we are um, evaluating ourselves in relation to somebody else. But I, I think, um, Tony, what's different now is our kids are often re- even more so bombarded by advertising, social media, um, just this perception. So even though our 10-year-old may not be on social media, they may be around kids that are showing them things at school or talking about these ideas that then infiltrate our child's perception of who they are Mm. it's not as simple as just
0: loving the skin you're in though for everyone isn't it because that's a really positive message but at some point there will be kids that are heading in the wrong direction and need to do something about it is that is that a conversation that you can approach in a way that uh, isn't damaging isn't damaging (laughs) and maintains that kind of body positivity
2: yeah, you know, I think, uh, again, it's um, oh, it's how we frame it, isn't it? It's how we can be um, teaching them that, you know, food is fuel, be thankful for food. Um, so it's instead of saying, hey, don't eat that because you're going to get fat, yeah. it's like, hey how about we think about having some of this because this will fuel your body for the day. You know, it's subtle changes, I think, that are really important. But, you know, I think the more that I've thought about this uh, as my kids have grown, the more I realize that actually the first thing that's really important here is our own journey with body image. Because I think we need to be really careful of what we're modeling to our children. So Mm -hmm. if we're um, if we're obsessed about our diet, our skincare re- regime or the fit of our jeans, then saying, honey, you're perfect just the way you are is really going to fall on deaf ears. Yeah, it doesn't quite no. match, does
0: it? On the phone is Sheridan Ekotorni. She's a, uh, a trainer and a family coach at parentingplace.co.nz. And basically when you're having these conversations with your kids, you've got to embrace the imperfect and take care with technology because like you said, kids can see things online that other, other kids might be showing them, right? So just be careful around, like you said, the words we're using.
2: Yeah, and it is, you know, as Tony was sharing, you know, front-footing that connection and being, you know, especially if it's coming up from them, we want to jump into that space. We want to be the people that can speak into encouraging our kids and just, you know, giving them the understanding that what they see often in magazines, on TV, um, online, is not actually real. And so, you know, having them to be be able to question and and understand that um, what they see is not always
1: Uh, what is correct yeah Sheridan I I actually find social media can be both a blessing and a curse in that regard and I know as someone that's in the public eye I'm really careful and I can use my Instagram to be a bit more real than perhaps you might see me if I'm all doled up for a magazine which I don't have a problem with either because I think people also like to dress up and and look nice but I try and make sure that I show myself in a natural state on Instagram as well so I guess in that respect is it quite important if you've got kids on social media or to, just to be across what they're looking at and what they're reading and watching to make sure they get follow people that I guess aren't just fake the entire time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, be curious, get alongside them. What What are you looking at? What What's the latest thing that you're seeing? Um, you know, my I have uh, three daughters, and uh, one of them loves to do the duck lips. You know, and yep. all her photos, and I'm just, you know, questioning her, hey, babe, like, why do you feel like you need to do that? Or, um, you know, just having those little prods, those little, um, it's the other narrative than what they are just seeing and copying. And that's really our role is to have them think about why they're doing it, um, what it actually means. Or, you know, so I do think curiosity around and just being careful around what they're viewing is always important.
1: On that, this is probably a tricky question to answer, but it's quite topical at the moment. In fact, the great man, I don't know if we call him that, Kanye West, actually brought it to attention in the last couple of weeks. So at the moment, Lizzo is very, very popular with the kids. I love her music. We play it all the time. You go on Lizzo's Instagram, and she is, like a lot of the stars, wearing not much, and she is someone that is openly overweight. So where do you stand on... (laughs) I guess that sort of role modelling as well. It's a tricky one because we've got both extremes here that you can look at these days.
2: Oh, that is really really tricky. Um, And not being familiar with it, I don't know if I could weigh into it, but um, I I do think it comes back to more pulling it back to what is actually um, normal now. You know, I think for many years, um, women especially and even men Um, we've bought into this lie of how our body should be. You know, I've been thinking recently about, you know, the beautiful paintings of yesteryear, and those women had curves and they had um, bellies that were squishy. Um, And how have we gone from that to our children obsessing and understanding that their body is not okay because they don't have a flat stomach or our sons, not having a six-pack and feeling lesser than, um, you know, there's something wrong there. So I do think having conversations around what a real body looks like mm. is a really good thing to do. But, yeah, I, I couldn't weigh in too heavily into that one because I'm, I'm I'm going to Google her now. Google yeah. her, you'll love no, her music. I think you've actually hit <laughs> yeah. the
0: nail on the head. I've got your notes in front of me, and I think you've summed up nicely with embrace the imperfect. Just um, accept what you have and work, do your best to work with it.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think it comes back, and this is what I'm learning, to first and foremost, as a parent, we need to do that for ourselves, because until we do that, we're going to be useless to try and navigate our kids in that way. And so, you know, it's one of these things in parenting, I feel like so annoying, but it starts with us. The more happy we are in our skin and the more embracing of the imperfect we can be. That is the best modelling we can give our kids as they navigate a really different world than we have.
0: Exactly. They're watching us more than we realise, I think. Okay. So thank you very much. So Sheridan Ekotoni, again, a family coach and a training coordinator at ParentingPlace.nz. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate that. Some awesome tips there.
2: Oh, yay. Awesome. Love talking to you guys. Exclusive never heard before stories, first-hand details and hot topics with Coast Breakfast's Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam
0: Wallace. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break.